This is part of getting life to meet you on your terms. Stop, stop with the doing your best. Just do what's required. Your best will get better and better and better. Well, hello again, Prosperity Seeker. Welcome to another episode of The Prosperity Approach. I'm your host, Allison Chavis, and I am super excited that you have joined me today because you get to take a deep breath. That, that's right. Just go ahead. Take a deep breath because today you get to stop doing your best. But before I show you how, if you're listening to the audio version of this episode, be sure you're following the podcast on your favorite app. You know how this all works. You can go visit us at alisonchavis.com to see the other things that we've got going on for you. All the free resources that are gonna help make your journey to success much more enjoyable once you have dropped all of the struggle. And I am traveling and speaking. So if you know of somebody putting on an event where my message would be beneficial to their audience, I would love the connection shoot us an email at clientcare at alisonchavez.com. All right, so if we're gonna stop doing our best, first, why? Why do we no longer have to do our best? Well, because many times your best isn't enough. Have you noticed that? I noticed that, for me, that when I would try my best, and I had lots of victimy prayers and conversations with Jeremy about trying my best, and it's not enough, it's not enough, working. And I think that especially because we we run these programs of not enough. I've never met a woman yet who doesn't run a not enough program. Super it's really it's really really interesting. Um men don't generally run this program that they're not good enough to get the life that they want or they don't deserve the life that they want uh, generally speaking. Um I've been studying a lot of Alison Armstrong and she is like the queen of relationships and men and women and highly highly recommend her. And she talks about like men have this sense of self that women don't have. So she's like it's not that we don't we have a low self-esteem as women. She said we have no self-esteem. <laughs> as women and with men, their self-esteem and their sense of self comes like factory installed. And with women, it doesn't. And I was like, you know what? That actually makes a whole lot of sense because I've never had a conversation with Jeremy where he's like, I'm just doing my best. And these kids just aren't doing what I want them to do, or I'm doing my best in our relationship and it's just not working or like whatever it is. But I have said that to him on a number of occasions. And because naturally as women, we run these programs of I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy enough. And it's something that you can can stop doing. It's definitely a program that you can stop doing, but we kind of, we kind of come with no sense of self or identity really. Um, but because, but because we run these programs, then we just think we just gotta, we just gotta do our best because that's what we're told all growing up. Like if you do your best, then that's enough. But here's the thing. It was never good enough for my parents. Was it never good enough for yours too? Are you like me, like a super high achiever, probably an overachiever, probably a super overachiever back in high school days? But I remember, I remember having this conversation with my dad and I always had a hard time with math. And, and I was in all of the advanced math classes, but I always thought I had a really hard time with math. And I remember in a particular math class, I worked my butt off, like I did my best. I was going in early for tutoring. I was in tutoring groups, like peer groups in the afternoon, and I had gotten a B plus. And I was actually really, really proud of myself because I knew I did my best. And the feedback I got from my parents was how disappointed they were that it wasn't an A because they knew I could do better. And I was like, wait, wait, what? what? 
that's a mixed message because I know I did my best. So we get all of these mixed messages probably from our parents, definitely from society, like in our own mind and in our inner conflict. So we start thinking like, but our best actually isn't good enough. If I do my best and somebody else beats me, then my best wasn't good enough. And then of course we as women have to take it one step further. And now it means my best wasn't good enough. Therefore I'm not good enough because my best is part of who I am. And then it's just this awful downward spiral. That's why you got to stop doing your best. And what you need to do is what's required. When you will just put down the impossible standard of your best and you look at your objective and what is required for me to get this objective, then it's okay if you're not doing your best every day. You have it broken down into this is what's required. So for example, let's talk about weight loss, all right? Because like everybody's obsessed with the weight loss all the time. So if you're, if you're going to go on this weight loss program, one of the things that they tell you to do is drink a whole lot of water, right? But if you just do your best when you drink uh, about drinking water, how often are you able to hit your water intake for the day, especially if you don't like water? A lot of times you're not going to hit your goal of water intake if you're just doing your best. But if you're doing what's required, you can actually create a strategy so that you can be successful. So we'll take the water analogy again. If, if what's required is for you to drink 64 ounces of water every day, that's what's required. Then that is one eight ounce cup of water every hour for eight hours or one every other hour for 16 hours, depending on like how long you're awake and when you start drinking water. So when you will just do what's required, then it's not about level of effort. It's not about how hard you tried. It's not about you doing your best. You realize, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some stop gaps here and some reminders in my phone to make sure that I've had my water. So I'm going to put some post-it notes around. I'm going to set a 60-minute alarm and I'm going to have it on repeat. I'm going to have my water next to me all day, right at my fingertips so I can remind myself to drink water. Um, and I'll mark it off when I've done. I mean, you can get, you can gamify it in all sorts of different ways. But then, you you know, when you're at, you know, hour six and you've had four glasses of water, then you're like, oh, do you know what? I'm still required to drink four more cups of water. So I better double my intake over the next two hours and have two cups every hour. Do, do you see how now it does? Now your worth is not on the table. Your value is not on the table when you're doing your best. When you do what's required, it allows you to be very observational, almost clinical about it. Am I doing what's required? I, and this can apply to absolutely everything. This can apply to your weight loss journey or your health journey. Um, this can apply to the relationships that you have with your your loved ones, with your coworkers, with your boss, certainly financial goals and um, professional goals, and even in your relationship with God and your level of spirituality. Are you doing what's required? You know, if you're doing your best and your relationship is falling apart, well, put the best aside and think, okay, right, well, what is, what's required in order for me to have this relationship of my dreams? Well, what's required is better, com uh, better communication. We are lousy communicators and we start with a regular discussion and then we end up in an argument and I don't even know how that happens. So I need to figure out like what I'm doing to trigger him. And I need to not be afraid when I see him close off to actually notice it and, and talk about it. Like, why are you shutting down? Did I say something that offended you? And, and be really open to whatever feedback is going to come because 
if I want to have this really deeply satisfying relationship with my spouse, then I have to do what's required for that. And that means be open to, yeah, what you just said really offended me. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't realize it. So what can I say different so that I get my point across, but I don't also upset you in the process? Um, so that I'm open to, I'm open to feedback and I'm, and I'm open to, to where are my gaps? <laughs> I talked a while ago about like failure is just feedback. It just shows you where the gaps are. And when you do what's required, then when you go back, if you didn't hit your goal, you can look back at, well, here are the things that were required. What did I not do that was required? And if you're like, oh, well, I actually did all the things that were required for this. W was there something that was required that I didn't know about? Oh yeah, it was it was step V. You missed that. You didn't know it. So now you know it. So now you can do it again and do everything that's required and get you to your goals. So this will open up your whole life for you if you will stop doing your best and start doing what's required. It will help you skill up so quickly. It will help you skill up in your inner game. It'll help you skill up in your thoughts because instead of you just like berating yourself all the time and what am I doing wrong? And we women, we seem to have been born with these beat up sticks that are attached to our wrist and we just like bang ourselves over the head and stab ourselves in the heart with them all the time. Men don't come with beat up sticks. I really like that. Um, that doesn't mean they don't ever beat themselves up, but they're not prone to just like gouge their eyes out with the beat up stick at any given opportunity. So when you're doing, when you're doing just what's required, you set the beat up stick aside and then you can be really clinical. Like I said, you can just be really clinical about it. You can just look at it from an observation point of view and like, all right, what, what do we get to do and where do I, where do I get to skill up in my thoughts? Where do I get to skill up in my communication? Where do I get to skill up in my job, in my job skills, in my different, in, in marketing skills or marketable skills? I mean, it, you just, you, like, you find the answers instead of, like, why am I not good enough? Well, then you're going to get answers that will match that question as well. Well, because you have red hair. Well, because you're 5'7". Well, because um, you're fat. Well, because you're thin. Because you don't have any kids. Because you have too many kids. Because you're too old. Because you're too young. Like, you're going to get all of those awful answers when you're asking the question of, I did my best and why didn't it work? Well, because clearly you're not good enough. Like, that's the kind of low vibing answer you're going to get to that low vibing question. But when you look at what's required and what did I not do that was required, then you can just be like, all right, well, I'll just do that next time. So really, really powerful. You don't have to do your best all the time. But when you look at what's required, you do start wanting to do your best in that area of what's required. Let's let's see how fast I can skill up in this area. And, and now you're taking life by the horns. And this is part of getting life to meet you on your terms. Stop, stop with the doing your best. Just do what's required. Your best will get better and better and better. So if you're noticing gaps and you find yourself with that beat up stick of not enoughness or frustration or irritation because you are doing your best and you don't know what your blind spots are, that's why they're called blind spots, then click on the link and schedule a free consult call with a member of Team Prosperity. We're here to help you see what those gaps are, to close those gaps and see if what we have to offer might help. So totally, uh, totally free for you. Complimentary consult call with Team Prosperity. Click on the link below. We're so happy to talk. We're so happy to see how we can help. If this is a good fit, then we'll send you a resource or point you in a direction that would be a better fit for you. Because what we're here to do is to make a difference and, and see how much of a difference we can make for you. So 
Click on that link to schedule your call. And remember, prosperity becomes you. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Prosperity Approach. If you haven't already, be sure to head over to prosperityapproach.com slash 52 ways and pick up your free copy of The Prosperity Guide. This guide will help you discover 52 different ways to dissolve fear and overwhelm, grow your wealth consciousness, and experience success without struggle. Until next time, remember, the challenge is necessary on your journey to success, but the struggle isn't. 